Who here listening loves a good personality quiz? I love a good personality quiz. I know my Enneagram. I know my disc. I know my Myers-Briggs. I know what else do I know? I don't know. I know so many of them. I can't even think of what they are. Um, <laughs> but my favorite one is, of course, the one that we made. And uh, I'm going to tell you today a little bit about it, but also, you know, how it is that you can grow into the expansiveness of it and not the constriction side. We know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Expedition to Soul. I'm Sarah, founder of The Sisters Enchanted. And okay, so does anybody know like your, what's your favorite personality test? I'm talking to you as if you can talk back to me. I've got hair on my face if you're watching the video. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> uh, I My favorite personality test is definitely, well, the one that we made, our expansion archetypes um, personality assessment. It's not really a person. What is it? It's like a sort of a, per I guess it is a personality assessment. Fits that category. Outside of that one, my favorite is the DISC. I don't know. It's the D-I-S-C. You do have to pay for it. Um, I think it's like 50 bucks. And I love that one because it tells you, you know, about your type of like action taking, but how, how you'd interact with other people also and who might find like how they might struggle, how other people might struggle to interact with you and how you might struggle to interact with other people. And I love that one for, as a person who works with people, knowing what mine is and what other people's, um, what their disc is. So I can just sort of see in advance, like where we might struggle to work together. Uh, but it's applicable in life also. Like I know that my disc, I'm a very fast mover and I will make decisions quickly. And, um, that I don't want like a lot of feedback on my decisions. <laughs> once I once I've made them, I don't want a lot of feedback. That's actually one of the ways that I know that I am not trusting my gut is the more feedback I'm seeking. I know that like I know the answer and I'm avoiding it. Uh, that's one of my my telltale signs that I am avoiding my intuition is by seeking feedback. So anyway, that's my favorite one outside of ours, which is the expansion archetypes. So what are archetypes? Well, archetypes are like typical um, characters in a way, uh, they can embody like an energy or a typical story or a journey. Our expansion archetypes are really the energy of expansion versus contra contraction, constriction, expansion or constriction. Um, and with the expansion archetypes, you have all of them within you. It's like astrology where you have all of the Everything's in your birth chart, but some things are more pronounced than others. And the expansion archetypes, it, that's similar, where you will have one of the five archetypes that's pretty much like driving right now, even though everything else is, is present in some way. And some may be like very not like very minusculely present, but still all part of your energy. And the expansion archetypes, there's not one that's better than the other. So there's not like an ascension. It's kind of where are you now? And what you can understand by knowing your archetype is how you might be constricting your energy right now so that you're not expanding and receiving in your life. So when we're very expansive in our energy, we can also be receiving. And if we're constricting that energy with a lot of 
like mindset stuff that's not helpful or a lot of resentment or, or like, um, you know, like just putting out a lot of negative sort of energies, we're going to get more of that back. And your specific expansion archetype at any point in time will like really help you pinpoint how that is for you right now. Now, there is an expansion and a constriction to each of the expansion archetypes. And from what I know to be true, people typically, by the nature of being people, we spend a lot of time in that constriction energy because um, the way that we've just sort of been, you know, created to think in our lives, that we sort of fall into that pattern of like a constriction sort of energy and, and staying there. So how do we move into expansion? Well, the first thing is to know what your expansion archetype is. So you can know what it looks like to be in that expansive energy. The second thing is to literally create, find, and look for opportunities to be in that expansion energy. In our Holistic Witchery program right now, we're going through our Conjuring Abundance block of the program. It's in three different blocks, Conjuring Abundance, Astrology Fundamentals, and the 5 Eye Expansion Spiral. And right now we're doing the Conjuring Abundance block. And what we look for here, we look for abundance opportunities. Like we, we look to create or find abundance. And you have to look for that because it will not just like appear if you're not looking for it, right? Especially if you're really used to focusing on lack and negative and noticing all the stuff that's not going well and all the like bad feelings in your body and where all the failures are. We have to retrain ourselves to look for all of that um, expansiveness. So once you know your expansion archetype, you can really start to look for those opportunities. So I'm going to go through them. If you don't know yours, we will be sure to link up where you can find the quiz for this. We also do have a um, class that you can get, which teaches you all about all five. So you basically get like five mini classes in one. So you learn about all of them because you do have all of them within you. Um, but I'm going to roll through them right now. So if you already know yours, uh, listen in. If you don't know it, you can keep listening and then take the quiz later. Uh, whatever, you know, whatever floats, floats your boat on this day, whatever floats your cauldron. <laughs> so the first um, archetype that we will talk about is the mapper. I always start with the mapper. And so mappers, when to be in the expansive receiving part of your archetype, really looking for evidence that you already know enough, you know enough to decide for yourself, you know enough to make the decision and not have like somebody else tell you what to do or somebody else validate that you're ready. <laughs> So mappers want to look for evidence of that in your life. Where do you see that you know enough? Where have you taken action in the past? And um, you can see evidence of success in that. So you're looking for that evidence of success, expansion, proof in the pudding that you know enough and that you don't need somebody else to tell you what to do. So that is for a mapper to get into that expansive energy because a mapper will very much live in constriction, like waiting, second guessing, not trusting in themselves, feeling like they're not ready. Um, and so a mapper really needs to look for evidence that that none of that is true. They are ready. They've made decisions. They are decisive. Um, they can make good decisions, right? And so they're looking for evidence of that to tap into that expansive energy and get away from that constriction sort of energy. A wanderer will want to look for evidence that they are worthy and the world does not crash down when they do less. Uh, so in construction, a wanderer is like really filling their plate and they're jumping from thing to thing and like new idea to new idea, but never like really just pulling back. Um, and a lot of that has to do with worth issues. 
So a wanderer is going to want to create opportunities, look for evidence where there is rest built in, where they are seeing one thing through and not adding other things in. But here is the thing, though, is that it's so easy to be in constriction because we've built our lives like on that constriction, um, like a mapper has built their life seeking validation and somebody else tell them what to do. And a wanderer has built their life, <laughs> like filling their calendar to the brim. Um, and that's why it's so challenging to get into. It can feel challenging. It's actually not that challenging. It's really just a decision. You just make a choice and then follow through with the choice. Like that's it. It's that easy to make a choice, decide different and do different. But it can feel like we get in our own heads and sabotage um, because it feels hard to do be, to be a way we've never been before. So for a wanderer looking for evidence to, of like you can do less, you can pull back, nothing's going to come crashing down, you are still worthy. Our adventurers are going to want to look for evidence of that it's okay to say no. So when somebody asks something of them or a commitment or like a friend phones them or a colleague and needs something, adventurers want to create opportunities and look for evidence of the fact that they can say no or not right now, or I don't have bandwidth. I just can't do this. And those people still love them anyway. Like they're still your friends. They still value you, even though you said no to them. So an adventurer is really ingrained in like people pleasing and needing to say yes and needing to be available and needing to like help other people. And they just drown in all of that otherness. And so an adventurer really needs to look for the opportunities to say no and know that people still love them anyway. <laughs> Their value is not tied to saying yes. So an adventurer wants to create those opportunities and that will make for more expansion in their energy once they shift out of that, right? A dreamer is going to want to look for opportunities and, and find this evidence that they are safe taking action in the present. What has happened in the past is in the past. The future is not yet here. So we don't need to cast expectation on it and being safe in the present moment because a dreamer will constrict by saying, well, if only should have, would have, could have from the past and I can't have this future, like if the expectation looks a specific way, nothing else will matter for me. Like it has to be that way. This expectation is there. So a dreamer really wants to um, tap into expansion by stepping out of that attachment, right? And being safe in the present. So looking for opportunities to just be present and really capitalize on life right now as it is and releasing expectation around all of it. And then a seer is going to get into more expansion um, by releasing to vulnerability, by realizing that it's okay to be seen in their fullest authenticity. It's okay to be vulnerable. Um, it's okay for people to know them. Uh, and that can feel challenging for a seer. So a seer will really get in that like kind of burning bridges energy or like shutting down energy or slamming a door energy or like not showing up in their fullest self because they're afraid of how people might perceive them or be afraid of being wrong and being corrected for being wrong. Like that's really hard for a seer. So a seer that becoming aware of vulnerability and being allowing themselves to be vulnerable in the present um, will help a seer rise into expansiveness and move out of that energy of constriction. So as I said, the thing that makes this feel challenging is that we are so in that constriction so often. And 
the reality is it really is just a choice. Like it's just a decision. You just make the choice, you know, like a mapper. You know what? I choose to validate my own self. I choose to not ask somebody else what I should do. I just choose to do it. I choose to just validate that I got what it takes. I'm just going to do it. And it's, it's doesn't matter what happens. It's okay if it's correct, not correct, whatever. I choose that, right? A wanderer just gets to choose to be worthy, even if they don't do anything for three days straight. A wanderer gets to choose that. A adventurer gets to choose to say no and not feel bad about it. A dreamer gets to choose to just live today and like let all the expectation of the past and future go away. And a seer gets to choose to be vulnerable and show up as their most authentic self no matter what. Those are all choices we get to make. It is that easy that you just make a choice. And that's what makes it so hard is that we are afraid of what happens on the other side of that choice. So there you go. That's your human brain at work. Um, but energy and expansiveness, if you know your expansion archetype, you can really start to lean into what it means to expand and move away from constriction. So here's the other thing about the expansion archetypes, because you have all five of them within you and throughout your lifetime, depending on what's going on for you, your emotional state, the kind of people that you're spending time with, a different archetype might kind of be in the driver's seat at a different time. So you might cycle back through them depending on where you are. So when these were created, I like woke up one day and they lived inside my head like clear as day. I could like see them as people, which is really strange to say, but basically like these five archetypes just lived. They were, I was like awake and there they were to be ready to be birthed out into the world. And since creating the expansion archetypes or, you know, birthing them out in whatever way that they came to be for me. I have always been a wanderer energy, but I've cycled through um, wanderer with like a close adventurer second. I've had wanderer and adventurer tied and now wanderer mapper. So wanderer with a mapper energy with it. Um, and I can really see how just in the time that these have existed, what was going on with me in life how that shifted that second energy for me, um, where my head was, what learning lessons I had learned like in that recent time period to influence how I would have answered the questions, which then obviously, you know, creates your result. So if you don't know your expansion archetype, definitely check it out. It is some of the best work that we've ever done here at the Sisters Enchanted. And now you have a little bit more information of what it would look like to expand into um, a more expansive receiving abundance energy and constrict a little bit less depending on what your archetype is. All right. So be sure to check that out. Uh, if you haven't grabbed your copy of Stay Magic, our summer 2023 digital magazine, be sure to grab that. And I think that is it for now. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. That helps us so much as a small business. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platforms. So you never miss an episode. There are new episodes every Tuesday and astro forecasts for the week ahead every Friday. If there's any topics you'd want to hear, anything you want us to dive deeper into, shoot us an email at magic at the sisters And as always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the sisters enchanted, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.